Aloha, listeners. Thank you for tuning in. This is, of course, Shut Off, Turn On. Coming back into the mainland from vacation. I hope everybody enjoyed the photos I put on Instagram. For those of you that liked and commented, thank you so much. So today's a little bit different. My co-host, Kendall, is a little swamped with work right now, so he will not be joining us, but I did want to put an episode out this week for you. We should be back next week in time for a Super Bowl. Hopefully we'll get an episode out and some picks for you. See how we do there. But until then, I will talk about a little bit of my vacation. Kind of on my own for a little bit here in a second. It was amazing. We went to Maui, as you all could tell from our photos. It was super fun. Had a really good time. It was my first time out there. My wife has been out there a few other times with her and her friends. But this time the whole family went. We had a great time. Did a little bit of snorkeling. There was a fun seasick story there. My poor son did not make it. We we severely underestimated his seasickness. But as for another photo, he was pretty much asleep on like a emergency escape hatch box for the whole trip. But other than that, we are back. I have a special, special guest here today. And no, it is not Fernando. It is, however, my other sibling, Kayla. So Kayla, come on in and introduce yourself. Thanks for having me. It's excited. I listen to every episode and I always give you feedback. And usually we listen to it on our morning drive to work and to drop my kid off at school. So I know she's been texting you her feedback as well. So Yes, I just randomly got a text when I was at work one day and she was obviously listening. And I was like, oh, okay. Hi. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was for the musical edition. So she had some strong opinions. <laughs> yes. I'm glad. I'm glad it sparked a little bit of interest. And I know she loves musicals. I talked to her about it. We had a good five minute text back and forth about other musicals. But she says she loves six, right? Yeah, that's that was news to me. So you sparked something that I didn't even know that she liked. And I guess she found it on TikTok and she's ran with it. So she loves it. So. Yes. And I did explain to her that I we had tickets for six and Beth went with a friend, but that was excluded from the list because it's not a movie. Yep. Yep. So. She did tell me. <laughs> Strong opinions. Yeah. So I'm glad that she's listening and that you're listening and that your husband is hopefully listening as well. I know yep. you are all have the beanies and rocking those. Yep. We just wore it down when we went to... Uh, Las Vegas because we went on the coldest weekend so we were rocking our shut off turn on 
beanies for sure. Perfect. Thank you. Hopefully people are looking at those and tuning in. Uh, We do have, I was looking at the map of listeners. We do have a few in Europe now. Whoa. One in South Africa, one in the Netherlands, and one in another country that I can't remember right now. Oh. But it's pretty cool. Starting to starting to spread a little bit. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. It's pretty so, cool. What did you uh think of the first time that I had mentioned that me and Kendall were gonna start a podcast? I thought it was pretty cool. It gives me something. I mean, I, I love podcasts. I have a 30 to 45 minute commute to work and I've loved them ever since. They help with the drives going back and forth. And so you starting a podcast was just like, sweet, I got another something else to watch kind of thing. And I love movies. Our whole family, I, I remember we always grew up watching movies. So I just, I thought it fit. You always had a strong opinion about any movie that came out, so it's true. I like I like what I like, and I will definitely let you know if I do not like it. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So, grown up in my bedroom before I had moved out, because I moved out a little bit before you were what twelve or thirteen. Kind of wasn't around for those years. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Twelve, I think it was twelve. Twelve, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I know I left a lot of stuff in my room, and there was a whole case of the VHS tapes, right? Yeah, it was like some people would go to the Blockbuster, we would just go downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I spent a little bit too much money at the old Media Play buying collector sets, and unfortunately, they were all VHS, which do me no good anymore. No, no, I don't even I don't even know where you would find a VHS machine. Yeah, they are pretty expensive now. If you look them up, you can find them on Amazon or like a another place. Jeez. But they're expensive now. Jeez, that's a lot. Yeah. So growing up with me, some of the movies we watched in our, in our house downstairs. Uh, obviously, Fernando's got a strong opinion on <laughs> horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Are you... Also a fan of the horror genre? You know what? I think it's just a soft spot that I've always had. I mean, you know, I I remember I wasn't allowed to watch Jeepers Creepers. Mom kept me from Jeepers Creepers for a long time. And then Fernando would always watch it. <laughs> and so finally mom wasn't home and nobody was home. And so I'd watch it. And, you know, it just became a favorite. And my kid loves my daughter loves horror movies. You know, she's my, we have sleepovers and watch horror movies. So it's a a soft spot. And Jeeper Creepers. That's the very first one with Justin Long, right? Yep. Yep. With the rose tattoo. Nice. Very nice. Uh, We also share a love of some video games. We play Texas Chainsaw Massacre online. We have them for a while, but we need to get back into that. Yeah, there's they've upgraded the game, so it's it's looks pretty awesome now. So we definitely have to get back into that. Okay, awesome. All right, so we're gonna go back into what we usually do on this part of the show. We talk about some of the stuff we've watched. I have definitely watched a show that was started on Paramount Plus and now is on Netflix. School Spirits with Peyton List. 
Have you seen this? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. I binged it two days. It was one of the best. And I think I finished it at home and Haley caught the last four episodes and and she was sucked in. So we had to rewatch it. Yeah. So right before the day before we we're going to leave, I had actually stumbled upon this on Netflix. And I was like, oh, I should probably download that so I can watch it on the airplane. But I had to get the first two, two and a half, three episodes done before I got on the plane. But the first, very first episode, I was hooked and I wanted to know what was going on in the story. It's got Peyton List in it. I've already mentioned that. But when you watch the trailer, she kind of wakes up and she's dead, right? It's her spirit that's locked in to the high school. Mm -hmm. But she has no recollection of how she was murdered. So the whole series is about her trying to figure that out. And I love the transitions that you can see, like when it's actually the time. I don't know if I'm making hand gestures right now, but you know when it goes wide box and it's Mm -hmm. the now present time. And Uh then when it's past scenes, it goes into small screen. Very cool. I like that a lot. The first time I saw it transition, I was like, whoa, did that just do that? Like, am I supposed to be paying attention to the actual shape of the screen when stuff happens? Yeah, yeah. I have to second that. That was really cool because... I mean, back in the day, you wouldn't get the full screen. You would get, you know, part of the screen and even, you know, the old VHSs show it. And I think that was really cool that they made those transitions because there's other shows that you watch and you don't know when it transitions and you're just like, what the heck happened? But they did it pretty smoothly, I think. Yeah, because anytime it shifted over, you would know that that was a past scene and you were supposed to pay more attention to the the dialogue and what was going on. It was Mm -hmm. kind of clues to what was happening. Yeah, for sure. With that at the end, we don't want to give the end away for people that want to tune in. I really highly recommend this show. But saying that, I really hope that there is a season two coming and coming fast. Oh, man, there has to be. That was that was jaw dropping of like what the what the heck just happened. Yeah, it. It threw me for a loop a little bit and I was like. Oh, okay. What is, do I have to go buy the graphic novel now to figure out what's going on before this season two comes on in case they change anything? Yeah. I didn't, is, is there a graphic novel? I didn't know. Uh, it says it's based novel. on a graphic novel. So oh. I will have to go find that at my local bookstore. Oh, well then, yeah, I'm going to go do, <laughs> I'll do that tomorrow. Cause that was, that was a really big cliffhanger. They left it on, but yeah, it came far left field. You never, I never saw it coming. And usually you can kind of get a guess to it, but no, that was it's quite a surprise. Yeah. So I think all the actors did a really good job. Definitely tune in School Spirits, Netflix, and I believe it's still on Paramount Plus where it was an original. I think you can catch it in those two locations. So moving on, what else have you watched? Is there a certain movie you've watched just recently that you would recommend? You know, I didn't know about this movie and I just happened upon it just uh, just looking for something to watch. But it, it's Good Grief with Daniel Levy. I watched when your episode of Shit's Great came out. I had to watch it for sure. And so I binged <laughs> the crap out of that series. Had Daniel, you watched before? No, I hadn't. And so that surprised me uh, that I had never seen it before because it is a truly good series. So. It's hilarious. And so you've only binged the whole, seri- whole series, you said, right? 
Yeah, the whole series. Nice. I'm glad you enjoyed it and picked something up from our podcast. Thank you so much. You're welcome. That was a good recommendation. So if you haven't seen it, go see it. It's lighthearted. It's best. That's the second time we're telling you it because it was really good. (laughs) But switching over to Good Grief, I have seen the trailer for this, and this does not look lighthearted. No, this... This one kind of leads you down an emotional roller coaster. And Daniel Levy is obviously the star of it all. Like he, he portrays everything awesome. Like I got to give it up for Daniel Levy. He's, he's great, great actor in this show. And so this is on Netflix, correct? Good grief. Yes, it's on Netflix. Um, It, it's just kind of about a grief that he's had his, his partner had just died and he it's just kind of going around his grief and coming out in a positive light. So. Okay. I, I have added that to my list. So that was definitely something I will watch catching up on our journals that I wanted to go back and watch through. I did tune into one of Fernando's picks. I believe from the Halloween episode was the 2004 Dawn of the dead with Ving Rhames. Do you remember mm-hmm. us talking about this one? Yep. And you've seen it, correct? Yep, I've watched that many times. That was, that was a good movie. Okay, I definitely just rewatched that the whole way through. Actually, earlier today I finished it. And I remember them running, and I remember it being a whole complete game changer. Mm-hmm. The acting is still really good. There's a lot of characters that came in like secondary, like Steve Burrell. Mm-hmm. You know him from Modern Family. I totally forgot his character was in that. Uh, I think I watched that around Halloween time when your episode came out because I, I remember it was good. Yeah, there's a lot of characters that are in movies now that I didn't know they were in the, that movie. So, Yeah, and that whole... There's the one big security guard that's a complete jerk. And all of a sudden he has the... I would say one of the greatest character arcs there is from being what he started out that like, he was just going to lock everybody up. Everybody was getting locked down. He didn't want to hear anything to at the very end. He ended up doing what he did to save the rest of them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think he is the superhero of that movie for the most part. Just, it was crazy of yeah. what he did. And then how everybody succeeded afterwards for the most part. Well, succeeded, I would say, very, very low cap because you've stayed through the credits, right? Uh, I think um, uh, this movie's old enough. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it where they go to the island and then there's nobody on the island and they find that they can swim on the surface? Is that what it is? No, that is not that one. That might be the next one, but this one goes through... And they get on the boat and what's his face has been bit on the arm. Oh, yeah. And he says he's going to sit there and he's going to enjoy the sunset and the rest mm-hmm. of them can take off. He pushes the boat off the dock. Yeah. And then it ends with a gunshot and then the credits start to roll. Okay. And in the theater, I feel like if you were like ready to get up and get out of there, you missed a huge part of this movie. Because the credits roll, Disturb starts playing. Mm-hmm. And... All of a sudden it goes and you can see that somebody's found a camera on the boat. Oh, so he's got, I've never seen it. 
you you shut it off I'm, with the gunshot yeah, I'm, i must have shut it off i don't remember this oh man okay so i left it running and it goes through all these little scenes where somebody's playing with a little handy cam and it's showing a little couple things and then they do get to an island once the boat they put out a fire on the boat because the engine and they were completely out of gas so they make it to this you can see the outline of a big island and they go right up to it and then the dog jumps off Mm -hmm. and he does his thing and they think they're going to be fine and then all of a sudden all these zombies start running towards the dock and there's no way they can get away okay well never mind i take that back (laughs) to succeed for so (laughs) yeah they do not make it in that movie and it is like a huge jolt like oh there was no happy ending to this movie yeah that ruins the movie thanks (laughs) thanks thanks for that well it's it's kind of your fault for not sitting through the entire i know i know i know if marvel's taught us anything sit through those credits (laughs) yeah 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 for sure that was my bad my bad all right so coming up on a movie that i'm gonna review here in a second because we i don't know if you listened to last week's episode right or just the last episode yeah uh, yeah yeah so the segment where julian goes to the movies my movie well we need a a real name for this segment (laughs) okay julian goes to the movies that sounds pretty good to me yeah it's very straightforward and to the point of what it is so i got back from vacation and i wanted to do another new release movie and the biggest movie coming out in february right now is argyle oh have you seen the trailer for Argyle? No, no I haven't seen it. Henry Cavill, Bryce oh. Dallas Howard, Sam Rockwell, uh, Catherine O'Hara's in it from Schitt's Creek, and Brian Cranston. All right, I'm writing it down. He's, you know, you got Henry Cavill. That's 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 a good looking man. So uh, I'm not going to disagree with you, but I will disagree with perhaps writing it down. <laughs> Oh, is it not that good? All right, I'll cross it out. <laughs> All right. Well, it's going to be up to you. Just sit through my my rant review here. All right, let's go. Let's tear this tear this movie apart. No, I'm apart. not going to I'm not going to tear it apart. <laughs> it had its moments. Okay. So, Argyle, in the trailer, if you guys watch, it's Bryce Dallas Howard. She is a writer and she's wrote these fictional spy novels on what is happening and she gets too close to like the truth and so people are after her and then sam rockwell meets her on a train and saves her i really should have had you watch this trailer before we started talking probably we're here now okay so they're going through and he's saving her all these spies are coming through and it's really cool like everything in the trailer is what you're seeing there's the handsome henry cavill he's in it obviously Another man that's in it that is huge is John Cena. He plays a part in it. So this movie's going. You're seeing everything in the trailer. You're enjoying watching the cat scenes. This is kind of a reason I had to keep it a secret from my son is because he wanted to go see that cat movie. Oh, okay. So with anything PG-13, I feel like it's my responsibility that I should go see it first because, you know, PG-13 movies now could Titanic you and you can see everything yeah yeah <laughs> i get it Titanic shout out to too. mom for taking me to 
Titanic like four or five times when I was a kid. So I go and see this movie and I'm enjoying myself. And then all of a sudden I'm not. There are so many twists in this movie that a freaking tornado would get dizzy. Yeah. So one to two twists. Fully understand it. Love it. You throw me 13 or 14 twists and then all of a sudden nothing makes sense. Yeah. So saying all that, I have to give Argyle a five. Ooh. Yeah. I could never see this movie again and be completely fine. Really? Wow. That's a lot for coming from you. Yeah. It's, so it sounds like it it's bullet train meets some other movie. Yeah, maybe bullet train meets Austin Powers with how <laughs> stupid it is sometimes. All right, all right. There is I'm gonna if y'all wanna see it, feel free to. It is it is fun. I will say it is fun. Okay. Towards the end, there is a ice skating scene. I'm going to put that in quotes so I don't ruin anything for y'all. Okay. But I found myself like looking around. I was in the theater with maybe like five or six other people. And I was looking around like, is anybody else enjoying this part? <laughs> it's just so completely unbelievable. Mm. CGI up the wazoo. I think, I don't even think there was a real cat in this movie. Oh. Yeah. I think the cat was CGI the entire time. Hmm. But Yes, a solid five for Argyle. What do you know? What it got on the Rotten Tomatoes? I do. Do you care to guess after my review of that? Um. Okay. You. It was a scale one to ten. You guessed, or you said a five. I'm gonna say like forty three percent. Switch it. Thirty four percent. Well deserved, though. Well deserved. Thirty four. Okay. I'll try anything once, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I will say you're, you are going to have fun, but just if you can spot CGI, mm-hmm. it's going to be blatantly obvious of what is CGI and what's not. Okay. It's it's almost to the point where it's laughable. Because that's where Austin Powers comes in. <laughs> yeah. But it is fun. Right. Anyway, so you as a listener, special guest, thank you. You're welcome. Do you have any questions for me? Just like general questions or like, I don't know. You have a vast amount of knowledge in movies overall. I think somebody could tell you a movie twice and you see it once and you know every character in that movie like it astonishes me like i try and trip you up and say like i saw this movie and you're like yeah i saw that like two weeks ago (laughs) so (laughs) where do you where do you i guess my question is where do you get all of your information of like movies coming out i know there's a lot of sources but what are what are some things that you watch for for a good movie so when I go to see a movie, like in the theater, I try to get there early. It annoys my wife. I think that I'm so early 
because now tickets are the way they are where it's assigned seating and you don't have to be there that early. Your show starts at 9.15. Your show really starts at 9.40. Yeah. So there's no sense of being there at 8, 8.50. Mm-hmm. But I love to see those trailers. Like, I think Argyle had maybe 15 trailers. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. And it's already a two hour and something movie. It's long. Okay. But I saw a couple trailers that I really wanted to look forward to. And a lot of them said coming this fall or this winter. Oh. And so I have to put that on a list for clear down the line. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm watching videos, obviously Netflix and Paramount, they will have their coming soon originals. Mm-hmm. And then if I am trying to get movies like a list to go, I will just go straight to YouTube and just simply type in 2024 movies coming out. And you can throw in whatever genre you want there and it'll narrow it down. Okay. Okay. That's helpful. Now I know where to see if I can trip you up sometime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ask me about a movie that comes out this winter. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'll do. <laughs> so as a listener, I have a question for you as more of a listener. What, what are some of the things you appreciate about the show or enjoy about the show? I think what I, what I personally like about the show is that it, it gives a different take on movies. I like your opinion on movies. Sometimes we disagree, but I, I do like your opinion on movies. And I think that when Kendall is on, he gives a different kind of take. Uh, I know he likes sci-fi uh, movies I'm not much of a fan of, but I'm always willing to try. My husband likes sci-fi movies. And so I kind of give him the recommendations off of what Kendall, Kendall uh, suggests. And then I give, I take your recommendations and I, I don't know. It's just better than reading, you know, a review. It's you're listening to somebody's take on it. That's seen it and things like that. So I think that's what I like personally is just the, personalized take on things okay awesome that is glad to hear that we are we try to be a little bit different i mean we're obviously different people and he's got his opinion i have mine so we try to put that on the pod yeah and it's glad i'm glad to hear that it's working that way we don't see everything a b so that's really cool trying to think of anything else i can ask you before we wrap this up is there any movies you're looking forward to this year i you know i keep seeing dune pop up i watched the first dune that's my i I really liked dune the first one timothy camel camel camelet or camelet or whatever however you pronounce his name he's he was really great in the first one i didn't think I would like it as much as I did. So I'm excited for that to come out March 1st. So okay. that's a movie I'm looking forward to. And is this one doing a theater exclusive release? Do you know? I, you know, I don't know that. I I don't know that. Because I think the first one released on HBO Max, right? Max. And uh-huh. theater at the same time or just Max? I think that was Max and theater. But I think it was because of COVID because it came out... I don't know, a couple of years ago. Okay. 
Yeah, I think that's the way I remember it as well, is that I could watch it on Max or go to the theater, but I, I still haven't watched it. I need to, because I'm uh, a big fan of Batista and Zendaya. Mm-hmm. Zendaya. Yeah. Especially with part two coming out, I really need to see that. Yeah, you do. All right. I am going to wrap up this episode with you. I'm going to let you go back. I want to give you a huge thank you for stepping in and because I called you maybe an hour before this and said, Hey, could you help me out? <laughs> yeah, no problem. I know it wasn't probably as good as Kendall because Kendall's amazing. He's a good guy. So, but glad to be on. Thank you for inviting me. It's always fun to listen to your podcast. So I'll, I'll definitely listen to this one that comes out and looking forward to the next one. All right. Until the next time, call the locksmith and don't forget to turn on something good.